Hey everyone, welcome back to 90 Days on Fire. It's your girl, Reality Squad. And as always, I'm joined by my girl, 90 Days of Drama. What's going on? Tote the Memes is going to join us a little bit later for our next episode. So right now you just got tea and drama. You guys, we haven't talked about the other way in a couple weeks, but we have definitely been watching. We're going to talk about the past three weeks, but we're really going to focus on Monday's episode, which was season two, episode 13, Sticks and Stones. And a little bit of social media tea. Next week is the mid-season finale, and the show is going to resume October 11th. Drama, what do you think about taking a break? I think I need a break from this part of it. <laughs> TLC is definitely leaving us hanging. The story is just getting juicy. I mean, I've seen their sneak peek, and I'm looking forward to seeing what happens between Jihoon and Devin, between Ari and Binyam, and... You know, obviously Armando and Kenneth, one of our favorites. So I'm I'm just really excited to see what happens. A lot of action, it seems like, and they're leaving people hanging. So, yeah, it seems, you know, usually we see these like mid-season breaks in like episodic TV, not really in reality TV. So Mm -hmm. that's interesting to me. Obviously, I think it's just that with you know, COVID, they're having to (laughs) extend the seasons out as much as possible, but they didn't mention a mid-season break for Happily Ever After, which I found interesting. Girl, Happily Ever After is two hours long (laughs) each episode. (laughs) I'm not sure if people want to have a continuation of that, even though we love it. Let's talk Yazan and Brittany. And Pretty much what's been going on with them is they had her or his uncle intervene and finally his parents are allowing them to do more uh, Western dating type things instead of just getting married right away. But we saw in this last episode, there was a huge argument that we didn't see. It wasn't filmed um, over Brittany tagging Yazan in a picture of her mm. in a bikini on social media. What did you think of that? Oh, my God. I mean, she was, you know, bikini pictures are you're, you're barely dressed, you know, and obviously in that culture, if if. If one of their family members are going to get involved with a girl who isn't Muslim, they're going to do their research, you know, and do I blame them? No, I don't blame them. So obviously, Brittany is very proud of her social media and um, proud of her choice in pictures that she posts. So, you know, she's really asking for it. I mean, this Mm -hmm. is girl really going to convert, really. No, yeah, I, I, I don't believe so. Um, I, I've been saying this um, since Anna and Marcel, because like there's these big secrets that are revealed on the show, but kept from the family. And it almost seems as if these people don't realize that word gets around. So Anna was keeping her children a secret. Um, we know that Brittany is married. And even if Yazan's parents never watch the show, they're obviously getting fed information from mm-hmm. extended friends and family. And the, it just is mind boggling to me that Brittany think, or seems to think that she can really like 
pull a fast one on them or something. I, I just, I don't get it. They are under the impression. Well, I think Yazan is under the impression that the divorce is, it is in progress. I kind of forget, but his parents for sure think that the divorce is finalized. Everything's good to go. Right. I mean, did they mention that her father was coming in a month and yeah, so I don't know when this was filmed, but he is supposed to be coming in January, which mm-hmm. when the uncle was talking to the parents, it seemed like it was like a couple weeks away. So I, right. I don't know. But <laughs> is that really going to make a difference between him marrying this guy? I mean, a couple of weeks, is, it's not make a break, you know? I mean, she just, she needs to get her butt back to, to, Florida. I mean, where is she from in Florida? Is she from Tampa too? <laughs> um, I think she I think she's from like the Miami area, but I I could be wrong. There's so many cast members from Florida, I get them all mixed up. <laughs> so I also noticed that they seem to have their interactions, and I don't know if it's language barrier or what, but it seems very juvenile the way they talk to each other. It's like baby and like I'm so jealous and I'm angry mm-hmm. and like I I, I can't imagine that they're having very much in-depth conversations how do you even be in a relationship with somebody you can't communicate with communication is obviously priority in any type of relationship they don't seem to have any of that I mean they barely understand each other I'm not even sure Yazan knows what Brittany's talking about at all most of the time (laughs) one of the things that I chuckled at and I made a meme about was that Brittany claims that Yazan is a virgin personally I do not believe that what do you think (laughs) I don't know I know that you know in Islam it's they're really super strict about staying, you know, saving themselves for marriage. So I kind of do believe it. I mean, mm-hmm. no. yeah, I, I had, I had several people say like, why wouldn't this be true? Why can't he be a virgin? But so I got the impression because I think that Yazan is telling his parents what they want to hear and then separately telling Brittany what she wants to hear. I always got the impression that maybe Yazan was trying to live a more contemporary, maybe less traditional lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And and <laughs> to be completely honest, if they're not, if they don't have that physical relationship, they, they don't have an intellectual relationship. They right. don't speak each other's it, languages. Like, what is there? <laughs> I mean... What did what did state um what did Stacy say? We don't have much communication, but we have our sexual languages. Yeah, is uh, is there? So they don't have the sexual language. They don't have a regular language. Period. They don't communicate. Right. So, right. What is this relationship based off? Right. I I mean, it's if they're not banging it out, like what? Like, <laughs> all they all they're doing is fighting constantly. <laughs> Right. So uh, I don't. And that's why people. And and that's why people say that this storyline has got to be. You know, Britney's in it for clout, and she's just trying to gain popularity in her rap, Mm -hmm. rap career. Is that what she is? She a a model slash rapper slash. I think she's a. I'm gonna call her a social media entrepreneur. I think that. I think that whatever avenue she can make money, 
uh, she's going to go down. And honest, honestly, she's very polarizing online. I, I see a lot of, of, of our fellow bloggers that very much dislike her. I don't hate her. I, I don't. Um, com- compared to some of the other cast members, Mm-hmm. Um, I think that she actually, in some very um, high stress, uh, anxiety inducing situations, I think she's kept her composure pretty impressively. So, um, I agree. I yeah, I agree like, with you. And I like the fact that she's uh, sort of conforming to Yazan's wishes and making him well, happy by wearing the hijab. And you can tell, and she's made it no secret she doesn't know if she intends to live this lifestyle it looks like she's becoming more open to it but Mm -hmm. for what I've noticed for him is that when he was talking to his uncle or when they met up with his uncle his uncle was saying like you can't force her to do anything yeah like that that's actually against Islamic culture against Mm -hmm. the religion um but when he talks to her, he's saying, you have to change. You have to do this. <laughs> so it's God. like a, a, mis, a misrepresentation of what is actually happening. Yazan just wants to bang. That's, that's really his goal. <laughs> and so he just th- wants to get it in. This is why it's so hard for me to believe. And I'm not judging him if he is a virgin. Like, I, and I'm not judging like that um, aspiration to keep a moral purity like I that's totally fine but I just have a hard time believing that that he is I just I I don't I don't think so (laughs) it's hard it's hard because he's he's obviously following Britney or was following Britney I'm not sure if they're still following each other but you know he's seeing all these pictures of her half naked already so he's already tempted in so many ways to just you know, as a man being, is he 30? I think he was he 30. Was he younger? I think he's 26 ish. Oh, shoot. I think he's, yeah. Yeah. Was yeah. Off. yeah. You know, as a young man mm-hmm. seeing your potential future wife's half naked body all over the internet and, mm-hmm. you know, the urges, the urges are yep. definitely there. So, and you know, they were alone few times during yeah. the episodes that they've shown in their hotel room so who knows who knows you i might mean be right. he he scattered rose petals to the bed to what give a handshake <laughs> <laughs> I, I just i don't i don't believe it i don't believe it <laughs> um anyways let's move on to someone who is definitely not a virgin um ariella and binium because <laughs> oh, the, the proof is in the pudding there Ariella and Benham I mean does she know what she wants that girl doesn't know what she's doing she doesn't even know what she wants that's for sure I mean hopefully having this baby will make her grow up um, she doesn't think too far in advance um, we see that in the most recent episode that mommy left and she's upset and she's finally reality is kicking in and she's freaked out she's there by herself she's not gonna have anybody to talk to Binyam seems like he's just gonna be busy dancing and playing piano on his in his ex-girl's booty yeah so so, I mean I I feel for her I do I do What, what was kind of bizarre to me or that I'm having trouble reconciling and we saw it from the moment that she landed in Ethiopia and she was talking about how different um Binium looked mm. it almost doesn't seem like she wants to 
be with him anymore. And I don't know how serious their relationship was before she got pregnant. I don't know if she thought that this was going to be super easy. Um, Lord knows, um, you know, you and I have both been pregnant. We know the like heightened level of anxiety that you go through, especially like right before you give birth. But Mm -hmm usually that doesn't center around like your partner. (laughs) It's like everything she's second guessing is about him. It's not about like Ethiopia. It's not necessarily Mm -hmm. about like the hospital or giving birth or whatever. It's about, she, she said she didn't want to be alone with him. I know that was, that was like, boom. And poor guy, poor guy. He's already been through this with another Mm -hmm. American lady and she obviously took the baby and left. Mm -hmm. Right. So who's to, who's, who's to say that Ariel's not going to do the same thing to him. I mean, obviously Ariella's family um, came from money and she, she knows that mommy's going to bail her out no matter what. And Binyam is this guy obviously a poor guy living in a poor country and what is he going to do she's going to take the baby and she's just going to be out you know so it really hit home with me when he said please don't leave me it was like he was begging her to stay yeah that was really sad and I get the feeling that Ariella doesn't want to take Binium or the baby away from Binium but Mm. I I think she really wanted to hop on that plane with her mom I know (laughs) like really badly (laughs) I know she was like oh shit you're really leaving it it was really sad and she's what uh almost due right she was did she say she was 10 weeks yeah during that Mm -hmm. episode yeah Mm -hmm. yeah well I have a viewer's confessions here okay It states, reality really set in for Ariella. I don't understand why she acts so shocked and surprised about living in Ethiopia and that the connection between Binyam and her is not really there. I'm convinced that Ariella just wanted a mixed baby to take back to the U.S. I don't think she thinks too far in advance. Uh, You know, I mean, she seems like a very sweet girl and and she wants to stay in Ethiopia, Ethiopia for Binyam. You know, mm-hmm. just so she can have that relationship as a, a family type of relationship um, between her, Binyam, and the baby. So, I mean, sweet girl or not, I mean, the decision she's making, come on, if you were a true faithful Jewish woman, you would have never fooled around with, with somebody out of your religion. But, you know, to each its own. Yeah, um, I definitely don't think she thought like far ahead or long term. I I don't know how long she had planned on staying in Ethiopia before. We know that when she went to Argentina, she like refused to come home. Um, but it seemed like maybe it was a fun vacation and she met this guy and they were having kind of like a vacation fling. Um, and oops, she got pregnant. <laughs> So now she's having to now have those discussions about finances, which they clearly have never talked about religion, which they clearly have never talked about. That's the one thing that's really annoying about this situation is like there are hard conversations that have not happened. It's like they they think that they're going to get married and raise this baby off of, I don't know, cameos or something. I have no idea what they plan on doing. This is where the marriage counseling would come in, right? Pre-marriage. Yeah, they need some of that uh, Angela and Michael marriage counseling. It it was interesting 
to me during the the church scene when Binyam takes her to to his church to visit and he tells the 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 priest pastor priest uh, I, I think it, it's Orthodox Christianity. I don't know if it's Catholic, ah, but see. so um, it, with my uh, denomination, we just call them pastors, but I don't yeah. I have no idea. Mm, okay. He says it, she got pregnant. It was one of those things that just happened. He didn't want it. Obviously with that statement, he was kind of like, shit, that just happened. I'm stuck again. I haven't learned my lesson from girl number one. So here I am mm. again. Yeah. You know, and I, I think it came to a shock to her that she had to get baptized too, which was interesting to me when she mentioned that her her parents are not of the same faith, that her her mom is um besides being a positive gangster, she's yeah. also <laughs> she's also a Rom- she's also Roman Catholic. And the father is Jewish, which in Jewish religion you take after your mother. So mm-hmm. um, her mom probably converted to Judaism. Just just yeah. a thought there. Yeah, I, I'm I'm that's interesting to me. One, because she didn't mention her mom had converted. So I mean, I have a really good friend who was raised in an interfaith uh, family. His father is Catholic and his mother is Jewish, but mm-hmm. Um, so, but the father never converted some, sometimes, you know, some people don't have a problem with that. Um, Mm -hmm. but she seemed like very adamant about raising the child Jewish. So Mm -hmm. I found that very interesting that that never, they had never had this conversation before. (laughs) And also what's really interesting is that she didn't really talk to her mom about that episode at all. It didn't, it wasn't brought up at all. I mean... Right. I, would, I right. would like to. I would like to know what mom thinks about it. Yeah, same, same. I, before they left, they kind of had that conversation at dinner, but uh, like the family dinner that they had before her mom and her went to Ethiopia. But um, they then the mom never brought it up to Binium. So I found that interesting. Right. So that might be in the next um, half, the next season of. Uh, the other way Mm -hmm. hopefully tlc shines some light on what happened there yeah let's talk about everyone's um bathroom break couple where you get up to refill your drink or uh go to the bathroom tim and melissa (laughs) okay he's not cheese he's cheat stick (laughs) Ooh, i like that cheat stick stick. (laughs) um they don't want to get married (laughs) he uh which if he's gonna move to another country that's like the most secure way to make sure you can have a visa to stay there (laughs) why are they even on the show right i thought their storyline was gonna get a little bit um a little bit more exciting but i mean tim isn't the sharpest pencil in the box i mean and he knows that he screwed up, right? I mean, he obviously regrets it. I mean, he's apologizing to her mother, her father, her dog, her cat. I mean, <laughs> if he if he can't truly forgive or if she can't really truly forgive him, I mean, they just need to break it off. Otherwise, you're getting people dizzy. You're spinning in circles. You're going in circles. One big circle jerk. 
<laughs> exactly. I'm, I, I've seen several memes and I think it's true. I think Melissa just wanted to parade Tim around and <laughs> just shame him for cheating on her. Um, also, this happened so long ago and, and they've right. been together for nine years. It just seems like this relationship is just oh, not God. going anywhere super dry i mean i i i thought maybe me lisa was going to have a little bit more of a personality you know mm-hmm. that's gonna you know yeah come out a little but i mean she's has a personality of a surfboard yeah it's she, <laughs> she was pretty saying dry. how she was saying how um people look at her and think she's a bitch it's i, I don't think she's a bitch i just think she, they're both like boring oh god <laughs> just, i know it's just a snooze fest for me for both of them so i like for sure. i don't even care like i don't even care what happens i think his mom is supposed to come down at some point so maybe there's going to be a uncomfortable exchange between his mom and her parents i don't know but that's really the only like foreseeable drama i see happening i mean he's the he's the male version of darcy i would say i mean he's always crying jesus you know just get it Mm -hmm. together cheat stick just you're they're already starting their relationship off in a negative light he's cheated on her i mean if you're just working up to to gain somebody's trust so they could marry you forget about it it's Mm -hmm. never going to happen move on yeah and move on we shall let's talk about our cutie (laughs) patooties uh kenny and armando oh god that taco bathroom scene (laughs) I couldn't laugh hard enough. I mean, Mr. Germaphobe, uh, his daughter said, you're really going to use the bathroom, dad? Like, she was super surprised. And he's like, I have to go. And as soon as he gets in there, he's like, Armando, I need your help. Yeah. Well, Kenny reposted someone that said, now, now Kenny knows how every girl feels when she goes to the bar, the bathroom at a bar. Because we've had to deal with some pretty, at least Kenny can just stand and he doesn't have to like make contact. So (laughs) a lot Uh, of bathrooms in Mexico. Um, I've been to a really rural part of Mexico where I had the same um, episode as Kenny, where I went to go and use the bathroom. Obviously, there's no flush handle. There's a flush handle that doesn't work, and there's a just a bucket of standing water with um with a cup there. And I had no idea how to flush. And somebody had to show me. Uh, you know, you had to take a bucket of water, flush it down the toilet, and mm-hmm. I was like, wow, this really works like this. I mean, it was it was interesting to me because I said, can I do this back home? Would it work with my toilet back home? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> no, I guess I'll have to try. Yeah. <laughs> Keep us updated on that uh, science experiment. <laughs> uh, but, you know, part of, we saw Armando's worst fears come yeah. true. You know, we saw him struggle with PDA and openly wanting to hold Kenny's hand. And, and then we saw someone uh, walked by and threw a homophobic slur at them while they were eating. And, mm-hmm. you know, Kenny, Kenny actually was very stoic and it, it didn't seem like it really phased him. He, he's obviously dealt with that adversity before, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, Kenny's daughters were both really upset. You saw Armando got really upset and it was just really heartbreaking. Um, I, you know, you I felt really, really bad for them that, you know, Kenny had made the comment that 
you know, we just rise above, we just rise above, but it Mm -hmm. has to be really crappy to always be in the position where you have to not let things hurt you when you're just trying to live your life, you know? Right. Right. What garbage was that? Mm -hmm. I mean, it made me feel horrible for the two of them too. And now it's giving Kenneth a better idea, a better understanding understanding of why Armando is the way that he is with PDA. So hopefully that shines some light on why uh, Armando isn't as affectionate in public. I mean, Armando Mm -hmm. did state that he was worried about their safety, worried about um, safety is, you know, number one thing in go. It's scary. So I don't think Kenneth fully grasped the dangers of being in Mexico as a, a gay couple. So, you know, Armando is slowly trying to introduce him to being a little bit more aware of his surroundings and being more aware of how people are here uh, in Mexico. So hopefully Kenneth, um, you know, understands and gives him a little Mm -hmm. bit more slack. Yeah, and I think, uh, you know, as heartbreaking as it is, I think that it, it, kind of made Kenneth relax a little and to not push Armando so so hard to be out be open be be you know tell his parents like every Mm -hmm. every single thing that not only are they together but they're engaged and you know all of that that's a huge dump of information and I think now going forward we're gonna see them kind of slow down a little bit more Right. But how genuine was Armando's smile during the dinner? He was smiling the whole time from ear to ear. Yeah. It was really sweet. Yes. And and to have such a sweet, special moment where they're, you know, kind of jabbing at each other, be ruined by some just jerk off, that just sucks. However, mm. nobody's perfect. And Kenneth revealed that he does not like guacamole. And that's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't like guacamole? Oh, man. As you're in Mexico, yeah. the lady probably came back was like, wait, no greens? And she's thinking, there's no veggies. Oh, wait, avocados? <laughs> that's like their number one best-selling vegetable. Is it a vegetable or a fruit? Oh, shoot. Someone's going to let us know. Someone's <laughs> like, I, I think it's a fruit, but I don't know. <laughs> Someone will for sure let us know though. (laughs) But you know, they're just the sweetest and it's so refreshing to see a love story that both of the people you just root for so much. It's still compelling because it's a, a journey of you know, expression for Armando. It's, you know, Kenny has mm-hmm. never been married or wanted to be married until he was be, met Armando. They're going to mm-hmm. be raising a six-year-old girl together. He right. has all the, all this family back home. Mm-hmm. It's all very interesting. They're both of their lives separately are very interesting. So mm-hmm. I, together it's even more interesting. I'm curious to see what happens in the next, um, episode. I know they showed uh, the two of them on the road to go meet Armando's parents and there was a knock at Armando's father's door and he didn't want to come out or something like that. So they did show a little snippet of it. So I'm I'm excited to see what happens uh, with Armando's parents. Yeah, I really hope for Armando's sake, because I, I feel like Kenny's the type of person that's just like, fuck him. You know, like if 
if they don't accept us or appreciate us, then so be it. But Armando, clearly his family means everything to him. And I hope that even if his dad wasn't ready in that moment, that eventually he gets there just for the sake of Hannah, for the sake of just the family. But Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I saw that and that's going to be interesting to see. I'm wondering why, I'm wondering why um, they're not coming to the States to live. I know that Armando wants to stay close to his family, but it almost seems like it would be just better for them to move to Tampa, um, to St. Pete, where Kenneth is from. Um, Armando did address that on um, his Instagram stories a a while ago. Um, He is very close with his um, ex-wife's family. And Mm. since, and Mm. she passed away and he doesn't want to take that away from Hannah. And I think that's really admirable, but yeah, Yeah. because a a lot of people have had that thought, you know, um, clearly there's no language barrier with um, Armando. You know, he could definitely open up a dog grooming business in the United States um, and Mm -hmm. do very well for himself. But he, uh, you know, for Kenneth, he had all of his children are grown that this made the most sense. Yes. Okay. Well, I have a viewer's confession that might be of unpopular opinion to most people, but we're going to spice things up a little bit here. (laughs) It states, I find it strange that a very well-educated man like Armando appears to be extremely lazy. He doesn't put his skill set to work and expects someone old enough to be his father to support him. He's comfortable enough to state he has no money so he can't contribute to his or even his daughter's life, yet he speaks two languages fluently. His first priority should be provide a stable life for his daughter. That is not Kenny's job. Hashtag gold digger. Ooh, scorching. (laughs) Ouch. 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 <laughs> um, I don't know if I if I agree with that statement. I, I, I just think just we, I think there's a lot of assumptions being made in that statement that we just don't know. You know, mm-hmm. we know that that dog grooming business is a family business, so he might not be able to just suck a bunch of money out of it. Um, or he m- might have been unwilling to, um, but... Kenny also seems like he offered to mm-hmm. kind of provide this uh, apartment. So I, I don't know. I, I, I think that that viewer was making a lot of assumptions about Armando, but yeah. That, that viewer might be the guy that walked um, past him during the taco scene. Yeah. <laughs> Armando just seems to be a very sweet guy. I don't see him being that way at all. Genuinely, you know, I just, I can't see him being lazy or, I mean, he's, he's pretty domestic. He's cooked. He's always in the kitchen cooking for, you know, Kenneth and he's always. And crafting. Crafting. Like, come on. How can you be lazy and craft? He does not strike me as lazy at all, but you know, we only see, we only see what uh, TLC shows us, but I I don't think we're watching the same uh, episodes as that viewer. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But okay. So we're gonna, uh, we didn't see Submit and Jenny this last episode and really, really all we've seen is them paint a wall, a horrible shade of red. 
And now you guys are cut up on Summit and Jenny. So let's talk about Devin and Jihoon. (laughs) (laughs) So in last, or wait, two weeks ago episode, we saw a cliffhanger ending where everyone's crying, freaking out, and uh, Drusilla just goes running off. So to me, we were left thinking that something horrible happened to her. And I was really upset with TLC for making us think something catastrophic happened to a child. But we Mm -hmm. just saw that it was all a hypothetical situation and they were just mad at Jihoon because apparently he didn't react fast enough. What what did you think about that? You know, these two people, individuals, are completely different from each other. Culture-wise, they have nothing in common. I mean, does Devin even take the time to research a little bit about Korean culture and, and you know, going there to Korea before she, she went there? I mean, it just seems like they're just in different planets. And Jihoon, poor Jihoon is being constantly blamed, um, aka blame Jihoon hashtags been going around. Right. Is he trying his best? I mean, I felt for him when he said that, hey, this is my first time being a dad. You know, I'm I'm still learning. I'm still trying to figure out um, what daddying is like. And and Alicia mm-hmm. is extremely hard on him. I felt, Alicia I felt really sucks. bad. She, Alicia yeah. sucks. <laughs> she sucks. She's we're changing. We're we're petitioning Karen's to be the new Alicia. Yes. Yes, we are. <laughs> um, it's she, the way she speaks about things is so overly dramatic. Like she, when they were getting ready for Taeyang's uh, 100 day birthday party, uh, mm-hmm. she says she's trying to control her broiling anger because, mm-hmm. because Jihoon stood still. Well, in most Asian cultures, when you're when you're speaking to your elder, you don't look them directly in the eye. That's the sign. That's just a sign of respect. Is when somebody looks away, and when you know the younger person doesn't make any eye contact with his elder. Um, when when somebody comes into the room, they people stand up in Asian cultures. That means it's just a sign of respect. So I wanted to just kind of go back to when Devin was. Um, heading into the restaurant with uh, Jihoon's parents and Jihoon's dad gets up and, and says, oh, you know, tells his wife, like, let's get up and greet Devin. And his wife says, why do I have to get up? You know, I'm mm-hmm. not sure if you guys remember that, but, uh, you know, standing up and greeting somebody is a sign of respect. So I love um, Jihoon's dad. He is so sweet. And you know? his mom's a tough ass bitch, but I love her oh, too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was t- I was rooting for Jihoon to unleash Mother Jihoon. Yes, <laughs> she she can um with the carrot chopping scene. Do you remember like infomercials back in the day where it's like it slices, it dices, blah blah blah? Like that's reminded me of her like tutorial. And then Devin's just like, it's a fucking carrot tastes the same like oh my god yeah come on Devin yeah learn how to cut a carrot I actually have something really funny somebody sent in for viewers confession Mm -hmm. and it states Devin telling Jehoon's mom that the way the vegetable is cut doesn't matter because it will taste the same anyways how she lives her life her two kids having two fathers doesn't matter because she gave birth to both of them Mm. (laughs) interesting 
I mean, yeah, it all tastes the same, but come on, girl, you know, at least try. It doesn't seem like she even tries with Devin's mom at all. I mean, I'm sorry, with Jehoon's mom at all. It just seems like she's, and that translator, by the way, like they just need to throw it out. They let us know what the name and the company of that translator so we could just. I mean, it's just funny because I love um, watching what they speak into it. And then I'm like, what's it going to say? What's it going to say? I don't know. What's it going to say? It's like the frog has spots. Yeah. (laughs) Something totally off way. Yeah. But, you know, um, some social media tea, Jihoon has. So he has said on social media that him and Devin have split up. And he has said that she is with a new Korean man, that she has a new boo. Mm-hmm. Yes. We've so. seen that. And he's also, like you said, he's Korean. And a little backstory on that guy is he's a model slash actor in LA area, I think. Mm, and okay. um, there was also uh, somebody sent me um, a picture of him in some website modeling clothes and everything. I mean, he seems to be a good looking guy and all, but at the mm-hmm. same time, people are also saying that I bet this guy is just with her to, to gain popularity and attention. So we'll like, see, but a- poor Jimmy. A- Eric kind of taken <laughs> from Eric's MO. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, we will see. Uh, Devin's been pretty quiet. Uh, hasn't really acknowledged any of that, but we will see what happens. I believe she's still in the United States. So she claimed when mm-hmm. she first came home that it wasn't because they split up, but it looks like those uh, rumors are in fact true. So mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. But you guys, that is the other way. You are all caught up. You're welcome. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, we Thanks. have reached over 1500 followers on our Instagram page. And we did a giveaway of some fuckboy repellent earrings. And that was super fun. We're going to have some more giveaways coming. So make sure you follow our Instagram at 90 days on fire podcast. And you can follow us all there individually as well. So thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you like review and subscribe and tell your friends and family about us. Please do. Adios. All right. See you later, you guys.